Hello, and welcome to Progressive Devilry. I'm Andrew. And I'm Stella. Today we're going to talk about gerrymandering, or the more palatable term the government would like us to use, redistricting. Gerrymandering is the legal practice of manipulating the boundaries of an electoral constituency so as to favor one party or another. It happens every 10 years after a census. It is employed specifically to change the voting landscape of a district to help or hinder one party. Most often, gerrymandering is used to dilute the voting power of people of color and other minority groups. The legality underlying the, this practice is dubious, but the first recorded legalization was in 1812 and aptly named after its creator, Governor Elbridge Gerry of Massachusetts. The bill was passed to redraw the state senatorial districts. The Supreme Court never resolved the debate over whether or not gerrymandering is constitutional under the 14th Amendment. Numerous lawsuits have been brought against the practice as it tends to disproportionately affect people of color. Now that you have the basic definition, let's look at how gerrymandering is used. In Washington state, they use a five-person non-politician commission, which just means that they cannot currently be holding a political office. What they don't mention is it doesn't matter if you're partisan or have held an office in the past. You just can't currently be serving. However, that isn't mentioned at all in the video Washington State just put out about the upcoming redistricting. They say that the State House and Senate get to pick a representative from either side of the aisle. So one Democrat and one Republican from the House, and one Democrat and one Republican from the Senate. That doesn't really sound like a non-politician committee. Right. And then there's a fifth person that chairs the committee and helps draw the maps, which only need three out of four votes from the members. Then the maps are sent to the House. If they are contested, then they need a two-thirds majority to pass onto the Senate, where the same rules apply before it becomes law. So partisan politicians select the people to draw the lines of these districts? Yeah. And there's nothing to stop them from influencing the people they selected? Not really, no. I mean, the standard don't bribe people laws, but you can get around those pretty easily. When is the next gerrymandering session in Washington? Well, this year, actually. However, we, the people of Washington State, have an incredibly unique chance here that may never come again. Because of COVID, the census information has been delayed. Normally, it's released by April of the following year. Our census was in 2020, right? That's right. And they are saying because of the delays, the information may not be available until August 2021. Now, here's the interesting thing. The state wants to stay on target for their gerrymandering and have it submitted by January 2022. So Washington State is asking for our input to draw lines. They want to hear from us? Yes, and this poses a very important responsibility for us, the voters. We need to make sure our voices are heard. They want you to go to redistricting.wa.gov and draw your district the way you think it should be. Does it matter, honestly, though? Will they even listen? I think their desire to save time and money with our input will absolutely matter. It's hard to believe that gerrymandering is legal the way it's currently employed especially when you realize that the United States is the only country that uses this practice. Most other democratic nations use proportional representation. 
Proportional representation is an electoral system in which parties gain seats in proportion to the number of votes cast for them. PR uses multi-member districts, so instead of one representative that you may or may not agree with, you could have more representation in regards to creating policy change that benefits you. There could be as few as three people representing their district, or as large as ten or more. A proportional representation system divides up those seats in the multi-member districts using the number of votes received by the various parties running candidates. So, if a district has 10 representatives and Democrats have 40% of the vote, Republicans have 40% of the vote, and progressives have 20%, then all three parties get representation. Four Democrats, four Republicans, and two progressives. It is fully based on the number of votes for what party. Right now, the district where we live in the middle of Washington State, District 12, encompasses all of Chelan and Douglas County, about half of Okanagan County, as well as portions of Grant and Lincoln counties. This is actually a great example of gerrymandering. These counties are mainly rural, turning suburban in some areas. It's a lot of farms, orchards, and empty land. The population is lower than the densely packed west side of the state. The population of this aggregate district is roughly 155,000 people, and yet there are only two district representatives, both of them Republican. Based on the 2020 election, where one of those seats ran unopposed, 60% voted for the Republican candidate. The other 40% voted for the Democratic candidate. Now, here's the kicker. The Democratic candidate actually won Okanagan County with 51.5%. But because of gerrymandering, these other counties were lumped in, and that vote was inundated by more Republican votes, which buried the win. If Okanagan County had its representatives based on the votes of the people, then there would be one Republican and one Democratic representative for nearly 42,000 people, rather than the current representation of two Republicans for 155,000 people, where 62,000 of them aren't represented at all. So the fact that we can go in and draw our districts is really important right now. Absolutely. We all need to go to redistricting.wa.gov to add our input. It's unlikely we will be able to use proportional representation until we find a way to get better representation beyond Democrats and Republicans. Gerrymandering and our current state of voting makes it easy for them to keep any viable third parties out. SHB 1156 to pass ranked choice voting is still stalled in committee in the Washington State Legislature. If you search SHB 1156, you can go onto the bill and comment to let your representatives know you want it passed. If you don't know what ranked choice voting is and why it's extremely important to get passed, watch our video on the subject. If you liked what you heard today, hit that like and subscribe button. If you have a question about politics or just want to shoot us a question, hit us up at info at progressivedevilry.com. Hit that subscribe button to stay updated with us. And any sources we've used in today's episode are below or are available on our website at progressivedevilry.com.